0: This is Vanessa and Vanessa and And this is is Shit on the the Table. table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. Are you looking for ways to reduce no-shows? Have a hard time scheduling recurring clients? Switch to MoGo today. MoGo is an all-in-one software with smart scheduling for both mobile and salon. Some of my favorite features include auto reminders, online booking, and integrated payments with cards on file.
1: You can use MoGo on your mobile device or desktop. Sign up with code SOTT to save 50% off the first month when you upgrade to the premium plan. Visit
0: mogo.pet. All right, so (laughs) we have Um, a small hiccup,
1: but We're working on it. So we're going to start off with the heavy stuff uh, first. Last time we talked about, I was going through like my healing process. I had a routine uh, breast reduction surgery, um, January thirty first, and I haven't recovered from it since. And I haven't been back to work. And so you guys all know that like I've been replaced at work. You know I've you know uh, had to contact all of my personal clients, and like I can't do anything. And nothing has been healing, and nothing has gotten better. And the last time we talked, um, I believe my surgeon had sent me some medical journals to read over about this condition called PEG. We had hinted about that. Well, um, my last um, my last appointment with my surgeon, him and another resident doctor who had actually seen PEG on breast tissue, said it's PEG. So. Py- PG is pyroderma or piloderma gangrenosa. It is one in 100,000 and it usually affects. What, what does that make People? Yes. So it is considered a rare autoimmune disease um, where your immune system, something about a zyblast, I don't know, but basically it attacks inflamed fat cells and so that's why like my wounds weren't healing if not they were getting worse and now i have like a concave um like hole in my breast tissue and like my breast like
0: yeah it's like a full-on hole yeah
1: and it's, it goes in pretty deep and it's, it hasn't been filling up if not it's been getting worse we find out that everything that we had been doing is actually making the pg worse um which luckily i didn't take any antibiotics apparently it's um because you're not infected yeah but if if you take in uh, antibiotics when you don't need them sometimes it causes more inflammation so i guess that was a good thing but i've also had two debridements where they take out some dead tissue and that is a no-no some of the things i've been using a no-no so i had been making my situation a little bit worse
0: yeah
1: without realizing it to no one's fault because nobody knows what this is the plastic surgeon has never seen it. He says he's seen it on like limbs uh, when he works in the burn care unit uh, with you know, but that's he's only seen it on lower limbs. And another resident has seen it because it had affected something, somebody in their life. So they have uh, diagnosed me with PG. I made an appointment with a dermatologist. Uh, I don't even know if the dermatologist that I'm going to knows anything about PG so like I have to call them but it's so hard to get in anywhere and um so you have to within that waiting period kind of do some like you know your own research and I hate being I don't like being one of those kind of people like do your own research bullshit I don't like doing that because I really just want professionals to tell me what's going on and like you know to solve my problems but that's just not how life works
0: (laughs) no you can't trust perfect not trust it's not it's it's hard you know rely on just professionals you
1: have to it has to be whole 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 i I don't want to say holistic but it holistic in a sense or it has to come full circle you have to be able to know what's going on to advocate you also want to take a person who has been going to medical school for like a million years you need to be able to take their their recommendations to heart and, like, process these things. So I'm not, like, going against my doctors. It's just there's a huge grace period um, or a huge waiting period between seeing my doctors, my nurses, and also, like, they don't know what this is.
0: Exactly. Even
1: if I'm diagnosed with it. It's a real thing. It's just no one knows. So because of that, I am going on these... Forums, i'm going on these groups i'm learning a little bit more like it and i it was such a relief to know what was wrong with me and to see that there is treatment um so they put me on a high dose steroid right and we'll get into like the side effects of that it's really fucking me up but um, so like those things were kind of like a weight off my chest knock on wood funny enough um but When I started looking further into PG, it's literally a disabling. It's literally disabling. Like all the people in these PG groups are in one form or another disabled. And some of these people have had PG. I mean, PG doesn't go away, it's chronic, right? Just like any other autoimmune disease. And I'm not uh, a stranger to autoimmune disease. So I'm very familiar with what chronic means never going away, no cure. I get that. But um, it's- So like
0: your breast may never heal?
1: Yes. Yeah, that's tough. Yep. It was really, really hard reading all these people who are like dealing with this. And basically, you know, some of these people have 30 wounds and are having a hard time finding doctors, and they've had these wounds for like years, 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 and the only thing you can do is treat them. So then it gets really difficult because I'm, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to like minimize or exacerbate like their, uh, like these people's experiences. It's just. I'm right now going through like a grieving period on my own because grooming is not going to be part of my future as much as I had hoped and I knew it was always like you know let's face it guys grooming is temporary on our bodies you know so we always have to like plan ahead you know and we all do that but it came out of nowhere for me um, kind of like you know in this I don't want to say the height of my career but like things are just moving forward and progressing and happy and like you know we're coming out of like the scariness of um a plague and now I'm like um disabled deformed and it it's gonna affect my children because like now I'm like I can't do things that most of my body is physically capable of doing um because I am at high risk of infection and it's so close to like the biggest wounds are so close to like obviously my heart so like that poses a problem so like it's all this like I just turned into a fucking glass doll overnight and that's really hard for me because like come on guys we, are, we work in a like li- you know it's labor like we're well, not
0: bacteria filled also You're yeah with dirt yeah so and- it's, it's
1: so devastating and so there's that like I'm going through a really weird period of like now I have to grieve the loss of my career and you know I have to come to light with like certain situations you know living with pain is very difficult and being on a high dose steroid really fucks with like a lot of it kind of exacerbates your already like their emotions like it's really crazy off you know swelling is really weird it just sucks everything just sucks so fast and all of a sudden like that clarity of knowing what was wrong with me and like knowing how like the luck is always drawn weird for me so you know it just it got I don't want to say good good But it was just like a a sigh of relief. And then when you you read these medical journals and you hear what the doctors are saying, you're only hearing it from like a medical and science perspective. You don't hear it from the human side. And so when you start reading it and hearing it from the human side, it becomes so viscerally like devastating. Like you can feel the pain that people are dealing with and it's really scary and then you start seeing people who are dealing with something so similar that like oh man like i hope it's not what i have you know for them so it's just kind of like now i'm at another crossroad yeah luckily enough for me right but i'm gonna keep pushing through i don't know if like obviously growing full-time is not going to be an option but it doesn't mean that grooming won't be a part of my life. Like my husband basically said, like you already know what you have to do. Just reconstruct what you have to do. Like if you need, it, I still need time to heal. I still need time to find uh, a reasonable treatment. I still need time to obviously restructure my life a little bit. And if I'm lucky and like don't get like sick from the uh, immunosuppressants I'm on, um, you know, and I don't die <laughs> from some bullshit, um, you know, I need to, I need to restructure things and I need to like kind of heal a lot of different parts of me, not just like the parts that are never gonna heal, but like, you know, obviously things are new. And so like, I gotta do things differently now how it is but I am going to go to Zoo because I paid for it last year but then I had COVID so I'm going to (laughs) go I got to re-sign up so like I'm just going to go for funsies I guess but yeah aside from the depressing things it'll get better because it kind of has to otherwise i'm gonna burn the whole fucking thing now we already lost our autonomy rights uh like all of our rights so quickly and like i could be done not yet
0: not yet so many (laughs) things i'm praying that the that it doesn't happen but
1: it probably will but like i I don't know i'm gonna start a coalition of like arming a bunch of women and like train some sharpshooters i don't need to do anything for that no i don't i just need to tell people like look through the scope and shoot and then i can just like give licenses i don't know we'll do something i swear to god but you're pretty much now like getting into the swing of things of like working and then the summer is going to come up so you're going to work some more so you're kind of building it back up
0: yeah
1: and did you find your shampoo do you think
0: you can? i don't know <laughs> yeah, i mean yes i did i just just I don't know I feel like we should just end the podcast now (laughs) end the episode cause like I just feel I feel for you it's hard
1: oh it's really hard mentally it's so um, it's like you're grieving again it's like uh, it's just hard and I don't know you'll probably hear me cry about this again but
0: you can cry as much as you want
1: oh yeah oh i i don't cry ever vanessa knows well i cry when i look at her babies but that doesn't count <laughs> and i cry in movies but that doesn't count that is human reaction but when it comes to like expressing my emotions i'm not a big cry baby
0: no i have to literally like to be honest this is the first time i'm hearing about any of this so the lack of me saying anything is just because I'm in shock because I can she doesn't see the like the
1: color changing in your forehead like,
0: yeah how you're like
1: wow this got awkward and like the pressure just got really
0: thick in the air oh no I'm like first of all I come from trauma so <laughs> I, process it differently. I process trauma like you know like with humor and I'm not the type of person that like is super cuddly so I do get not I am cuddly but like
1: when, when you I see it.
0: someone when you crying I don't know how to react it's like this I have this like visceral reaction that makes my whole limbs go cold mm-hmm. and I start losing blood <laughs> I don't know where it goes but it's not in my body and so like listening I don't know what to say and I really don't feel like I should be saying anything you know I, you should have the you know the platform and the safety feeling of being able to Air out your grievances and like what you're going through, and just I'm practicing on active listening. So, which is difficult for me as well, because I love talking. But me too. So it's it's nice that being able to see you in this light, but it's not fun also seeing you in this light. Context matters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Because like your nobody life. should have to be going through what you're going through, and like for it literally to have like a possibility of no light at the end of the tunnel
1: oh it's really not and that's that's
0: hard that is you're staring at a black hole Mm -hmm. and usually there's always a light at every tunnel it might take a while to get there but from what you're saying and from reading the studies there's might not be Mm -mm. and that's a disturbing future yeah it's
1: luckily my annoying husband has been very supportive yeah (laughs) um i don't know if it's like he's very supportive and he's doing the best he can and like i feel for him um even though he's annoying and i think he knows Like, he's trying to be very delicate right now because he knows, like, at this moment I'm trapped and I would not be able to divorce him tomorrow. And not that I'm going to divorce him, but just, like, knowing I can divorce him. Mm -hmm. Because I talk about it, like, every three, five weeks. Yeah. About divorcing my husband. Like, I just, I've never felt okay with being attached to another person. Because there's just, like, when you get married, there's just, like, this whole thing about, like, property. Yes. and that just bothers me so like even though he doesn't treat me that way majority of the time there's still going to be those like internalized massages and
0: why marriage was a thing
1: exactly and then also I have really good insurance as long as I'm married to this motherfucker you know and
0: well after we're learning you might be able to get insurance because you were disabled but I also
1: I'm so. <laughs> living a a completely okay lifestyle yeah we got very lucky last year when we refinanced our house we got very lucky when we started making certain moves and it's kind of cushioned us for this whole inflation and like the wages are going down where he's working yeah. in essence and so we're not I wouldn't be able to qualify for I don't even know how disability works because in the state that we're in you have short-term disability, and then you have social security disability. And short-term disability is not given or provided through the state. It's only provided through your employer, and mine does not offer short-term disability because mm-hmm. I am not a full-time employee. I
0: just change you. So, see your sympathy
1: card. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because then it has to be paid out through her insurance.
0: Yeah. I know.
1: So and then I don't even know if I qualify for uh like regular social security disability even though technically this is a disabling um, event that I'm going through I don't even know if I can qualify for something like that because of um, my husband's income is
0: okay Um, it's probably just over the cusp
1: we are definitely not considered we are very very middle class but we are on that lower end spectrum yeah. because the middle class went up to a hundred thousand yeah you're like we're me and harvey we're not like 60 67 75 so this is like the like 65 to 75 range yeah. that's where we're at
0: and obviously that gives you no room to do anything yeah, yeah. you're like maybe a couple weeks of paychecks away from being like homeless
1: Yeah, yeah, you will always have at least debt lingering with that, like, no matter what, there's always going to be debt lingering. Mm -hmm. Um, Any medical bills that I get, I'm not paying them. Uh, I got a $4,000 medical uh, bill. We just
0: got a $2,000 bill from the hospital. Yeah. Because for some reason, even though the babies were insured, they're saying they weren't insured, and we have to fight that now. Because who has $2,000 just fucking laying around? Yeah. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah. So.
1: So, yeah. No, they they fuck around with you all the time. So, I'm just going to let it get so bad to the point where it's kind of, like, floating in the air. And I do what I always do. Just, like, ignore it. I ignore all my medical bills.
0: That's pretty much where we're at. Like,
1: we just can't keep up. I can't. No. I got to cope. If I have insurance, and everyone should have insurance, I'm just... It should be a human right. But, like, I have insurance i pay a copay if you don't bill me right then and there it's not
0: happening guys or just like i don't know don't bill me because i pay thousands of dollars a year to have you exactly exactly where's the trade-off and like what you're paying like someone put it into perspective like on top of your deductible you're also paying your monthly payments that don't do anything but say you have insurance so
1: the thing about stupid so the thing about unionized uh, medical care mm-hmm. is that it's all based on labor. So, we don't pay our insurance. We only pay union dues. As long as he works a certain amount of hours, he is oh, 100% cool. insured through the union. That's cool. That's yeah. not how it is for us. But no, it's in it's
0: Harvey's union, too. But
1: yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's like, the union dues are a certain amount. They take them out of the check, and then, you know, you still have to whatever the employer pays. But, it's how many hours so he's still paying for it through his labor essentially he's still paying for it um but yeah uh so he can never not work because i can't work um he has life insurance and until i am certifiably disabled he has to get life insurance on me now so we have to like switch it over again so like he has life insurance i have life insurance and um i already have like a small plan through my regular bank but yeah. yeah so like these are steps that we have to take now we have to get our wills in order it just sucks because i am 34 years old
0: like does this disease actually kill or
1: it's because i am the treatment can over time cause more problems yes yeah, so
0: high dose of steroids is hypertension heart very attack intense. it's also an immunosuppressant
1: So, my immune system, is like, if you guys see me with a mask, it's because you guys are gross, and I'm in a crowd. Like, I'm going to have to be in a mask, (laughs) you know? Like, germs. Yeah, and then if we have another wave of COVID, I... You can't literally leave your house or have any visitors. Exactly, and it's all because I have open, open wounds. Like, I can't do anything with that, and I take very good care of my wounds. I have not gotten an infection yet. They're very healthy they're very healthy I mean very healthy and very ugly but whatever so um, yeah that's the thing is like everything has to be redone and I'm thinking about it because I overanalyze everything and I'll probably have to come to terms with some mortalities later on so I'm a higher risk for like other cancers now (laughs) so basically PG kind of leads along that route like it leads to cancer infection and uh, the treatment can cause like certain heart issues and I already have hypothyroidism and hypo Hashimoto's disease and hypothyroidism kind of go hand in hand with um, uh, heart disease and that's an among uh, killer in women so yeah it's like a, I'm just learning oh I eat my vegetables because you can get osteoporosis with being on high doses of steroids
0: maybe weak bones
1: yeah it's it's weak bones so like i can get like it depletes your calcium in your bones mm-hmm. and so like you have to have a certain amount of calcium and supplements are just not what does it so then i was like okay well what is the actual serving like daily serving of vegetables that you need to like be healthy isn't it like three cups fucking 400 grams of like cruciferous greens and Le- leafy fruits. greens yep. yeah uh, no starchy no carrots no potatoes no starchy vegetables like ever no no, you can I'm just Uh-oh. saying what like the World Health Organization daily recommendation yeah, for it's two separate categories yeah yeah okay for your daily dose of calcium and all this 400 grams and that picture I showed you with that giant salad was a hundred grams
0: <gasps> there's so much air
1: that's yeah and so like and a lot i of like greens i have to like eat a lot of vegetables and i'm not i like vegetables yeah but you but don't realize you have to eat a lot of vegetables and Do you want that
0: stuff you can have it you um, put it in your smoothies
1: i can take it yeah i'll take it but it all depends on exactly but then i'm also
0: like it's hard for me to eat yeah so you're shoving a shit ton of food in there yeah and then i'm sure expanded stomach pressing up against breasts is uncomfortable
1: yeah no it is um and then you know you have to lower information so like i am thinking of this as like the healing perspective like i just have to eat better as much as possible like of course everything going hand in hand with whatever the medical professionals are doing to me um there
0: has to be a doctor like help oh there is my he, he he or she them they ain't here but there has to be a doctor there, i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna figure it out i'm gonna figure it out we were talking about moonlighting and i'm wondering if i can be like moonlighting as you know
0: people like gross things
1: that's what i was thinking i was we like really do
0: reddit get on reddit There's i'm getting to for so many
1: things i'm gonna have to people are disgusting and i, I
0: need money
1: I haven't worked since Have have fans
0: just of who wants to see something.
1: Yeah, you can uh, give this amount of money and I'll just FaceTime you when I change my dressings. I bet some would pay for Your five. eyes got
0: so <laughs> big.
1: Like, what disgusting man wants to see this
0: bitch in pain? They'd probably pay a lot
1: of money. Yeah,
0: because men see women as objects. So, yeah. I think definitely... There is a market for you in that route if you wanted to go it.
1: I really kind of want to go that route because I'm starting to like my own smell of medical waste. There you go. Oh,
0: you could sell your medical waste. Thinking
1: about it, dude, because it smells pretty damn good. I have no infection, but medical waste, like in general, is really like is awful smelling at first, but like you get used to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm here for it. You like? I would make light of those awfully dark situations. That's just a millennial thing, right? Um, there's more coming. There is more coming. I just had to take a week break.
1: We had to take a break.
0: Cause yeah, there was just I was home by myself for seven days, and you did really good. Yeah. No, I'm super proud of myself. I knew I could do it. I just wanted to see if like I could do it and everything. Nobody like. wants to. Mm, I mean, like I proved to myself that I could totally, like, be a single mom if I needed to. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I could do it. I mean, everybody can. Yeah, you just fucking do it. Yeah. But, you know, it was nice. We had a good time. Um, I had, like, three projects going at the same time. Kind of two-ish, because of work, you Mm -hmm. know? So I had work. Um, We... Are selling baby stuff, so I had to um, pin everything and basically be like a store and like have inventory and like for this consignment pop up that happens seasonally. And so that was an interesting process. I just dropped off stuff yesterday, so and then uh, we'll see how much if, if anything fucking sells. Um, and then I was doing stuff fresh on the table and so the week that harvey was gone it's kind of hard like hyper focusing on something because you might get like interrupted and then it's really hard to tear me away from something when i'm just like so focused on something yeah so yeah. i was like you know what i'm just gonna wait until harvey gets back we're almost done and then we'll have those news coming soon um but yeah and then I had a babysitter my mother-in-law watched my babies while I was at work and they did pretty good so
1: it's just gonna get easier for her
0: yeah and the more she does it yeah exactly so
1: and it's gonna be great you don't understand <laughs> like my daughter is our story she's still she, she's refusing to take her medicine so we just let her we just she's grounded
0: so <laughs> she's just this
1: she's just grounded so like this weekend my mom wants the kids
0: Uh uh-huh
1: and she's grounded and chris will be like no you can't go but i want to fucking get rid of
0: them yeah i want to get rid of them
1: (laughs) i want the weekend for myself so like and we do this all the time and this is probably why she doesn't listen to us Because you just contradict yourself. Oh, and all the time, like we (laughs) want to go to a nice dinner. Well, sorry, you can't go if you don't take your medicine.
0: And then then you're going to a nice dinner. And then
1: it's like, well, we don't want you not to be a part of this story. Don't you see? Can't you feel our pain? And she's like, yes, mommy, yes, mommy. And she's like, I totally understand. I'll totally take my medicine tomorrow. She wakes up in the morning and she's like, fuck this world. Yeah. So she lies even though it's just like she's seven so it's not really lying it's just she don't want to do something she's gonna do what it takes to get that smoothie you know when I want to get just a coffee
0: in her smoothie.
1: we snuck it in her uh sandwich today we made her a PB&J sandwich we have to sneak it in but yeah. well, like if she finds it
0: it's over do you like sneak it in like a full pill or are you grinding it up
1: well there, it's a it's a capsule uh-huh. so when you open up the capsule it's all these little medical beads like little tiny little beads oh, and if okay. she sees those beads anywhere she knows and it, it's bitter she's taking straight medicine because she can't take a pill yeah and we're like okay so then we put it in juice and that was like short-lived yeah for like a couple months and then we were like okay. like dogs they
0: like sniff it out and they bite
1: it she's like a puppy dog and so then we started holding her down like a puppy dog but literally I'm abusing my child like waterboarding her scratching yeah. her face like holding her down like she's like saying i can't breathe and i'm like fuck this is bad you know i am white you are brown i am not doing this so we were like it was like tripping us up so we went to therapy and we're like what do we do, do, do this? and she's like well you can't you can't do what you're doing because that's abuse and i'm like great like i know that like i feel that it feels that way <laughs> but like she has to take the medicine And what happens if she has to take, like, life-saving medicine, and she's like, well, I don't know, but what you're doing right now is not going to work, and uh, you can't force her to do something. Fuck. So, I I will just... (sighs) She's (laughs) totally okay. Yeah, basically, I'm (laughs) drugging my daughter after I abused her and waterboarded her.
0: Strawberry preservative would probably be really well because the beads look like seeds. That's what we're hoping, but she gets really bored very quickly.
1: So I'm gonna try whipped cream. Cause she really likes whipped cream.
0: Sprinkles.
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna try to like just shove it in her mouth with whipped cream and see if that helps. I don't know. Get rid of your kids when you can. <laughs> I mean, yours are babies, so
0: but, like, we'll see. Um, but and then, um, yeah, so I've just been working, it's been fine. Uh, I hate to admit that I kind of do like working, but I don't think I could do it full time. It's nice.
1: Mm-hmm. It's nice being able to walk away, have an income, and just kind of like stay in what you what you know you're good
0: at. Yeah. Um, so, but someone did email us. So let me read this really quick. Um, she was just kind of talking about canine competition, and so because. I think canine competition is going to be the shampoo for me. Um, I did get amazing this year. (laughs) I got amazing feedback. I've never had any of my clients unprompted say that they enjoyed the shampoo, and I had probably like 20% of my clients be like, hey, the shampoo that you used last time, like it was amazing they were clean up until maybe a week and a half ago and like maybe a week ago and like they just like they're super soft but yet fluffy so it was like really amazing so um, she didn't say I guess I could say her name she didn't say not to um but she says Canon Competition was the first high-end product line I've used and I absolutely love it I've been using it for about five years now i switched over to Les pooch last year just because i got bored and i wanted something that smelled better but i recently came back to came on competition and i totally feel that sentence because i get bored too
1: (laughs) every year it's a new shampoo for you
0: it really is like maybe every six months like i am constantly changing there's
1: nothing wrong with that that's how you
0: find good products right exactly just like going through it Um, recently came back to canine competition and I am so much more happier again. It seems to clean well, volumize, detangle, dry fast, and for whatever reason, the dogs seem less matted and more clean when I come back. They're also super soft and the coats are more airy feeling. So true. My groom times were cut down significantly when grooming from less pooch to canine. I only use the aloe shampoo and nano-mist but maybe I'll try their carotene line next time, or next from what you said. I'm excited you're trying it. Just wanted to tell you I have no- what I have noticed about K9. Um, I am going to butcher your name, Dinaya, Dina, Dinah? D-Dina. Dina, D I N A H. D. Dinah. Dinah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry for butchering your name. Um, but. Yeah, like everything that she said is literally what I'm seeing. Yeah. And I use the keratin and aloe. And I forgot to mention when I was explaining this to you and you were concerned about build-up because they're a competition line. Yeah. This, what I'm using, is geared towards groomers. Okay. So. The aloe or both? Both. Okay. Yeah, they have a groomer line and then they have like their show ring line. Oh,
1: that's neat. Yeah. So that does clarify, like, my concerns. Because
0: there is no buildup from what I'm noticing. This will be the third month that I'm using it. And I haven't... Last month, I didn't feel a buildup. They still felt very soft. Yeah. And relatively clean.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: Yeah. And I honestly want to say, I think the keratin might be my favorite uh, because my double-coated dogs just look so fabulous. And, like, the last last month i did my like aussie thingy
1: Mm -hmm.
0: she's just a mutt that's what it is she's got a double coat and it just she still looked really good and then I sent you the pictures of her in the sun, and it just was like- She, she looked, looked
1: like a cloud. Yes. And it was weird because it's not what you generally see- no, Like, no. out of like when you do a D de because you kind of see like a silky yes.
0: weighted look. This, uh-huh.
1: she looked like she was gonna float off.
0: Yeah, she was fluffy, and like, if you ran your fingers through her hair, like, you would just feel air. Like, she looked amazing, and the coat that comes out is- It doesn't, the last coat, or the amount that came out wasn't the same amount that came out the first time that I used it. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious if, like, it's just, I don't know, like, maintaining her coat. (laughs) I don't know if shampoo can do that and conditioner, but, and, like, I'm not doing anything different. I don't usually let my conditioner sit for, like, forever. Yeah. So um, it's just maybe, like, a minute I let my stuff sit on there, shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. Yeah yeah um i will have to try that mist and oh i started frothing it um, yeah because
1: you were saying that you
0: haven't tried it that way yeah i haven't it. it froths really nicely does it
1: yeah and i'm excited like i want to like do a ride along again maybe yeah. even when you injure yourself again
0: <laughs> or you could just come along you know we'll have to do anything okay. you could just hang out whatever i'm not doing super long days like i was before yeah so, like, if you wanted to come tomorrow, whatever, I'll be done whatever
1: noon. days that we did together was like super easy peasy. It didn't yeah. seem long. Well, I was there to help,
0: so it wasn't long. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. But <laughs> like, I'm just talking about now that you can't actually help. Well, yeah. And I wouldn't really let you help. So, <laughs> um, I don't, like, tomorrow I only have three dogs, yeah. one, ho- two houses. So, like, I'll be done around noon. So, like, if you, and it's a perfect day actually to see it because you get a double coat and poodles oh
1: maybe i'll have to figure that one out so. well if you're gonna be done by noon yeah chris will be home
0: what time does he leave
1: i have to be home by like 1 because he'll leave at two thirty.
0: yeah he should be done by then yeah and home
1: and then what time do you start
0: um i start at nine but i leave my house hopefully like hopefully after like eight ish and I can always start earlier. My first client, like, my first client's not going to be there.
1: Well, no, because mm-hmm. my, my daughter starts school, so I'd have to drop her off. The earliest I could drop her off is 8.15. Oh, okay. So that would be kind of difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll see what Chris wants to do and just ask. If not, I can just plan it out for... I'll be I back there run. in, like,
0: three weeks. Yeah, I can plan <laughs> out for three more
1: weeks just yeah. to, like,
0: get the gist of it. Yeah, so. I'll be back. Yeah. there again that's the same rotation and then I did a Wheaton I sent you that her hair I don't use a lot of spray on additive products
1: I wouldn't on a Wheaton anyway
0: and yeah well I do sometimes on her face because static you know because I'm out in the elements so yeah. dry um, but for her like usually her coat doesn't like stick up like that like I combed it up and it stayed up Yeah. so it made like scissoring well not scissoring her she gets a like a seven so but you just wanted to see i just wanted to see and it like stuck up it stayed there and like i like a product where i don't have to build products because they're a pet you know and then products start to weigh down and you know deteriorate and then it you know depending on the products that you're using so i
1: totally agree like i don't know as i get further in like i don't like I'm really big on products and I don't like, there's a certain feeling of product, there's a certain feeling I want the coat to feel like when I'm done cleaning them, when they're blown off and they're, yeah. they're dry because I know two, three weeks down the line, it's gonna weigh down, but like, what is it? What do I want it to feel like in three exactly. weeks when it weighs down? And so like when you have that super, super squeaky clean and it's just like kind of problematic, yeah. um, it's just, that's not, that's not, that's not my jam. No. But I also don't like heavily conditioned coats because I know... Both
0: of those are er, a tractor.
1: Exactly. They look, a heavily conditioned coat, it's going to look really, really good for like the first 15 minutes. So it's like, I feel really bad because I feel like I'm just tricking the owner.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: they're like, oh, that's such a silky smooth dog. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a greased pig, dude. It's like... <laughs> yeah. And then they tell me like, oh yeah, you got so dirty. I gotta mm-hmm.
0: come back sooner.
1: I really don't wanna see these people sooner. I wanna see them the time I need to see them.
0: Yeah. You know? And I feel that. And I'm feeling that's what canine is giving me. It gives you that balance. I it need really that balance between really clean is. and conditioned mm-hmm. and like Yeah. Yeah. That is literally like canine competition. That's sweet. I wanna try. It's it. just like such a beautiful balance. And then like, they look great. They're fluffing out to a-
1: They look different. They do. And they don't look bad, they look really pretty, but it's it's still a different look. Yes. That fluffy, that airy look is different. Yeah. Than what you usually see. And again, what I see on like paper in competitions, it's probably not gonna be great feeling for when, like for a like, house dog.
0: Yeah well yeah and they're too using a bunch of hairspray on those competitions but like I see these beautiful grooms that are pet grooms and supposedly I think there's a I think there's an element of gatekeeping when it comes to what you see on Instagram and even some of the webinars and seminars that you take I still think there's a a level of gatekeeping that they don't tell us
1: it's frustrating and I understand why they do it because like you know let's face it like Anthony does his business on it but Irena will not keep her mouth shut and I love that about her Cause uh-huh. she's always telling you the business like all of her trade secrets and I can tell like you know he's, it's still a business to make money but like you're very knowledgeable this is still an opportunity for her but she's yeah. so easy like to to just spurt it all out, out and that's what I like to see but then there's also other professionals who you really enjoy their grooms and you're on their webinars and then it just like they really monitor what they say
0: yeah and like even when you're seeing these seminars and webinars in person and like yeah I sometimes feel that like the grooms look different than what you would see on their personal Instagram or Facebook
1: well that's how it anything on social media is
0: like everything is but i want that secret you know what i mean like what products are using to make the mustache or not mustache the you know the cute little asian fusion face round donut thing i forget what it's called Uh, muzzle whatever yeah and like why does it look so perfect like what is like what is it i don't and then they explain it to me and it's like i feel like there might be something extra that you're not telling me because I'm doing these steps. It's not 100% like what I'm seeing on your in your book or on your Instagram or in your videos. Like, what is that extra element? And, like, what is it? Because I'm wow. trying. Is it user error? Are you not telling me 100%? So I always feel like there's a level of gatekeeping. I think there is. But
1: I... and. I understand it's a business, I get that, but there is. And then, um, but there's also like certain high profile groomers that like you kind of break them down a little bit and then they just give it to you all.
0: Yeah, but right? I don't. I don't want to have to break anybody down. Just like no, I'm paying
1: I, I, for your I, webinar. Fucking give it to me. Totally understand, <laughs> but like it may not be about the webinar. Like so, like for example, when we went to like Super zoo right? Uh huh. And um, you can love him or hate him, Jay Scruggs, He has really good techniques that are just like practical. Yeah. And Sue, so, they they're
0: they're practical rumors.
1: But like when you start talking about product, you got they like you know what the spiel is going to be because they're sponsored. Yeah. Right? And they use certain things that they're given. And so, like, you have to kind of, like, read through it because, um, yeah. But are
0: you really using all these products? Like, you're telling me you don't use, like, anything extra, extra? Because when I use those products, they're not giving me the same look.
1: Exactly,
0: exactly. Like, what, are, am I just bathing them wrong? Like. Exactly. <laughs> but it's
1: also really hard and very difficult to teach technique. You can only explain and show technique to an extent, but pressure technique, angles, like those things are extremely hard to like master. So like, if you're trying to do like um, the Asian muzzle, all of the Asian fusion groomers are gonna say it is literally, just blow drying it straight yeah no other product because that product built up but like how do you keep it looking that perfect and pristine mm-hmm. that's obviously technique and I think
0: that's where the gatekeeping comes in because how often do you see those styles of bathing or prepping webinars seminars
1: Unless you do it in person, and in person seminar, you don't see it.
0: Well, not even in person, because remember, we had to prep all of those dogs for the was Wisnog seminar that yeah. we did. Yeah, So she wasn't even
1: there. And the only reason, like, I was watching um, an Asian seminar,
0: uh-huh.
1: and they were doing, like, an interview. So it's kind of like they have their own little YouTube, whatever, and yeah. it's in Korean. And so she was saying that the only thing that they do is, like, it's just the blow dryer, and the brush and the comb and that yeah. is it. And it's like, no, it's not fucking it. I'm yeah, looking more. at how they're flicking the wrist yeah, and like, more. like what pressure that they're using. And like, you know, they're saying that they don't use products, which I believe, but like, there's still more. Like what right. heat, what's the heat? Like tell me the heat. Like, is it That's like- That's why I'm saying they're leaving you know? some
0: level of gatekeeping. And it's so bothersome because it's like, why can't you just give it to us?
1: Give it to give it give to us straight.
0: You know, like one want it all.
1: Like, you need to have a delicate hand in this area. Can you have a delicate hand? No.
0: Then you're not going to do this style.
1: Yeah. Stop making it for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, I obviously, I can't do it all,
0: dude. Just, just let just me know that. Know. Like, break it to me. Exactly. And then, so it brings me to the Jordan. Jordans. How did you pronounce it? I was saying Jordash. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> like the, G, the Gs. I used to wear Jordan jeans. Everybody did. They were from Walmart. But <laughs> <laughs> our tarot, um, can, uh, the competition um, that they put on their, their show.
0: Yeah, Jordan, Jordan. But so, remember, guys, this is a opinion-based podcast. Jornadas. Jornadas. No more Jornadas. Yeah. Um there Arturo puts on these okay so remember what I was saying this is opinion based so no, we don't speak anything like too this much is like not actual. factual <laughs> um just opinions we're just hanging out guys and so because I honestly I think I think it's would be an amazing experience I think it would be such a cool experience to go there and you have, have to, to be invited it you can't just compete no
1: I want to go and like watch
0: oh yeah yeah. No, no, but no i'm like
1: talking about like competition. you would never invite me no but i know but like <laughs> competition was no but you have to be popular like you yeah. have to be popular as
0: mom finally got the invite a couple years ago yeah
1: but. you have to be popular and there has to be some element element of popularity and skill obviously but it's all it's an invite situation but it's which
0: so extravagant. cool
1: extravagant it is it reminds it's me like so a much Met Gala. yeah <laughs> it's like You don't get an invitation, and here's the theme. It reminds me so much of like a TED talk, but here's my problem, which is also invite only. (laughs) No, you can
0: you can spectate, but you can't you can't just go up. No, you can't just be asked. You can't just ask to be a part of it. So exclusive. Mm -hmm. But my problem, okay, my problem with it is that they're on a fucking stage. Okay. Mm so far away and then you're looking at a big screen to see them actually grooming and so that's my problem. I think it would be so cool to just be like hey I did that and like I was there and I got to watch it and it's like super exciting and you're getting like all this dopamine high but I have a hard time seeing on big screens. I don't feel like you can get to visually what you can get from being in a small seminar, you know, even at like the conventions, watching like that. Well, I think
1: you're, okay. I have bad eyes. Well, it's not, I, it's not just that, but I think you are just a very learned person. Like you want to learn at every angle when this is more or less like, not for that. Well, you're not supposed to learn from them what you're not supposed to learn oh so the we're English. just like going and like it's like watching a like a like a competition like you're not supposed to learn you no, this to, is a learning seminar this is a competition no it's not it's a learning seminar it's a grooming show it's a show but it's like it's still a competition like they're showing off their best skills You're, you're, you want, you want it to be in such, like, you're going to learn from it. Obviously, you're going to pick and learn from it. But, like, you want it to be so in-depth and, like, you want to be able to go up and touch it.
0: No, I just want to be able to see, like, when you're, okay, so I did one, who was it? Who was it? She, Lisa Ledeley. She was doing that hand scissoring. Uh Uh-huh. And this was the biggest seminar that I've ever been in. Like, she had one of the big rooms. Yeah. And it was packed. First of all, she's fucking hilarious. Love to have her on the podcast. She is our people. She curses. She's great. And so, anyways. I love her ear thinner. Oh, yeah. The Canine Elixir. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Buy it. Use it. Love it. Smell it. It smells so good. It's not like she puts in fragrance. I think that's just the way it smells. It's because it's the gentian violet. Yeah, it smells uh, like a like a like a hospital cleaner,
1: you know, like it is. Gentian violet is used in the they used it on me. It smells good.
0: <laughs> it like burns your nose a little bit. It's nice. Yeah, but it's like gentle at the same time. I'd think, I'd hope so. But anyways, it takes away your infections. So yes, it's it. an antifungal. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. Antimicrobial. Uh, but she's great. She was using a big screen because her class was so big. Makes sense, yeah. And she's using what was she using? A poodle. It was a poodle. And you could barely see it on the screen because it's white. And so like the contrast of the light, the screen and the room's she,
1: probably not dim enough to see it the full screen yeah, or it was details. dim.
0: and it's just was, you know, I was going snowblind. I'm like, I can't tell what the fuck she's doing. But she was hilarious. So I kind of stayed until I couldn't stay anymore because I was pregnant and then COVID. And so then I didn't want to sit like by a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So I ended up leaving, but anyways, so it just, the screen, like it bothers me. I want intimacy.
1: <laughs> like they should have like Go Pros on every angle of the, like the tables and stuff so that we can see.
0: Yeah, like I want it all.
1: I mean that production value is insane so I'm not I'm thinking oh no
0: it's like a cool experience but I'd have to go in knowing I'm not probably gonna really learn anything yeah to take home you're just there for the spectation and like support like supporting whoever you love yeah because it looks like such an extravagant
1: experience yeah they must be having a great time yeah
0: like they get like the best of the best people there yeah they really do and like groom mm-hmm. hoss, I know we argue about that. It's
1: <laughs> He said it was house. It's
0: <laughs> um, He just did production for it.
1: It's amazing. It's great. Yeah.
0: No, I I would love to go. I just don't think I would learn anything because I'm so visual. Well. Why?
1: you're a problem <laughs> that's very true they're like this is a prestigious event <laughs> and you're trash get out of here keep your legs closed and walk the other way <laughs> exactly you're just trying to squat down and like see the angles and they're like your
0: big ass heads in the way <laughs> vanessa
1: get out <laughs> of the shot we need the
0: shot <laughs> exactly but you know what i did see which i thought was really cool blake hernandez um, I never thought of doing this idea, um, and I guess this was kind of, like, his first time doing it also, because of, like, I don't know, it just didn't come to mind. Instead of doing, like, a seminar, what he just did was he went to someone's salon. Like, he was asked to go there, right? They paid for his services. Oh, I saw that. But yeah. he just gave them direction on their everyday dogs. So... They didn't do, I don't think he did any demonstrations. I don't think he did demos. I think he literally just went there and watched them work and gave them tips. And I'm like, that's fucking genius. But that's
1: seriously how we learn. Like when I started learning, that's what you started doing. When I was working and you saw something that probably needed to be changed, you didn't come at me, bro, like a psycho. Yeah. You were like, "Hey, try this. It might be easier for you." Yeah, and that's how I learned faster. And I felt like I excelled a lot better than most of like groomers ever. Like,
0: it, <laughs> yeah, the other classes. It's
1: like I thought I did better than a lot of the other groomers there. And I felt like afterwards I had a little bit more confidence in my skill set. Um, with you know, comparing it to groomers who've been there for five, six years. Yeah. So it's true you learn differently and like being hands-on and being critiqued in real time Mm -hmm. is so So helpful helpful. yeah genius it doesn't mean it's what's like gonna work for
0: you but you can get a visual of what that person's talking about of what you're gonna look like afterwards exactly and those are dogs that you'll be able to practice on because they're physically teaching you on yeah
1: dog and like some of us need our hands held yeah and you had to hold my hand a couple times like this is how yeah. you should be fluffing with your help. watch my wrists and See, you were showing me. i wasn't
0: gatekeeping
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think you knew what gatekeeping was no i don't think
0: it was like a huge thing back then but i'm kind of thinking about like maybe getting me like putting out the expense for my bichons because like i have to she comes back to me i don't think she seems to love me. I don't know why, but like I want my Bichons to look as perfect as possible because they're a fun breed to groom, and I enjoy it. like Bichon. Bichon
1: cut. I like Bichons anyway.
0: Yeah, they're such a cool dog. And so I like. I think if I ever did compete, it would be the Bichon. That's what I would do. And so, like, I'm kind of tempted. Like, have someone just come and physically show me on the dogs that I'm already working with.
1: Well don't want i'm not ready to leave grooming yeah even though i'm physically unable to groom so we can see where life turns us and if you when things are a little bit more comfortable with you and you're like yeah i kind of want to put up the expense to like elevate myself we can look at groomers that would be willing to like have a weekend in Vegas
0: you know yeah no i have ideas i just haven't talked to you about
1: them yet yeah and that would definitely that would be like one of our days where we're like communicating like brainstorming and just like being amazing
0: no i just keep forgetting like i just text you on the whim all the time i just keep forgetting but i have some ideas for specifically shit on the taper for future since we're moving in a direction of amazing acceleration so yeah i have ideas and then it'll yeah we'll just talk um, but anyways, let's do some stories because uh, yeah. we do have to cut this episode short, I think because you have to head out. I do. So let's just do one story.
1: All right. So, hi, Vanessa. I heard your plea for stories, so here is one of mine. I prefer to remain anonymous just because I'm not on the best terms with my ex boss. That's story for another day. Yes. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I learned to groom at a private salon under a master groomer the shop was smaller receptionist three groomers finishing bather and two other bathers that sounds huge we ran our schedule so uh, you dropped off your pet at a scheduled time and we called you when your pet was done we quoted about four hours we also told people they could drop off early but their pets appointment wouldn't start until their scheduled time the grooming area of the salon was open to the lobby there was half a wall where the receptionist was but our tables were all behind there in the open the cage banks lined the room so the dogs could see the lobby slash drop-off area in comes in an existing client with her new yorkie we will call her janet and the dog buddy janet had already been one neurotic mess of a yorkie um but decided to get had already one neurotic mess of a yorkie but decided to get another one We never had a problem with Janet, but today was different. (laughs) Janet with Buddy. Hi, I'm here to drop off Buddy uh, for his 11.30 appointment. Receptionist. Okay, that's fine, but it's 9.30, so his appointment won't start until 11.30.
0: I remember those days.
1: Yep. Janet, that is no problem. See you in the afternoon. It's
0: always a problem. It's
1: always a problem. The bathers are running ahead of schedule. So they got Buddy bathed and he was in a cage by the reception area. 12 o'clock rolls around and here comes Janet. The door flies open. Janet starts talking loud enough we could all hear over the dogs, clippers, and dryers. What is taking so long? I have had my dog groomed here for years. It has never taken this long. Mm -hmm. The receptionist says, ma'am, Buddy's appointment was at 1130. It's 12? I told you we would... I told you when you dropped him off early that we wouldn't get started on him until 11.30. Now we can all tell Janet is slurring her words and unstable on her feet. But I can see him in the cage right there. He's upset. She drunk. (laughs) She tipsy. My boss has now worked her way out of the office due to the shouting to step in. My boss hi janet buddy was fine until he saw you he's just excited to see you he's had his bath but hasn't been groomed yet i want my dog my boss says okay if you don't want us to finish i will get him get him out of the cage now oh my god my boss obviously wasn't moving quick enough for janet because she opened the half door hastily her purse got stuck on the door handle and pulled her back. She thought someone was holding her back and took a swing (gasps) and a ghost. Oh my God. Pulled her back (laughs) and fell down. My boss is now on the phone with 911. Janet runs to the kennel to get Buddy out and can't figure out how to use the latch on the kennel bank. I see the whole kennel bank (gasps) rocking (gasps) back
0: and forth. Oh my God, the poor other dog. Oh my God, (laughs) at
1: this point, I'm afraid. It's all going to fall over on her, but I can't help. I'm holding my Great Dane back because he has all of a sudden turned into a guard dog. It's <laughs> going to get Janet. <laughs> my boss says, "Hold on, let me get him." She hand handed Janet Buddy, and they leave. Oh, Jan on Janet, Janet uh, on I... Janet's way out. She shouts, "She will never be back and be abused." All. The fuck. The police come, and we say we don't want to file a report, but maybe do a wellness check because obviously she was drunk, high, or whatever she was feeling no pain Whoa. you would think the story would end there but oh no it continues four days the next morning I showed uh, up to open the shop and there are 12 voicemails from Janet <gasps> ranging anywhere from she's so sorry and embarrassed by her behavior to we must completely no. groom which of Janet. course we didn't charge her for because we just wanted her to get out of the shop Janet goes as far to leave voicemail saying she was another client who is her friend and that Janet was really sorry and wanted us back to take Buddy No, back. fuck that lady. Oh my god, she was like pretending to be- I did that in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was pretending. <laughs> to be someone else. What? How old is she? But to for Janet. Like yeah. 12? She would call and hang up. She would call and beg us to take her back. We never saw Janet again, but it always gave us a good story to talk about.
0: Oh my god, that. that lady's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. All right. Oh my god, that was amazing. But yeah, send us a, your story on why um, you are not on good terms with your boss. Like that sounds juicy. <laughs> that love. Syndrome. I love tea. All right, guys. Love well, you. Yeah. Please keep sending us your stories um we need more we only have one more so you know you know the drill um all right we are out till next time send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com and you can go onto our facebook our website is linked there um, and you can send us your web- your stories there um follow us on facebook and instagram at shit on the table tell your friends to listen to us on spotify itunes Google Play, and Amazon Music. All right, bye.